this episode, I talked to AJ Avenue, co-owner and CEO of Mami Amsari. Mami Amsari is an incredible tattoo studio in Stuttgart, Germany. Along with their extremely talented resident artists, they have some of the best artists from all over the world traveling to guest with them. AJ has spent the last 15 years working towards his dream of providing the best tattoo experience in the world, both for the client and the artist. The team at Mummy I'm Sorry are redefining what it means to be a tattoo shop and pushing the industry forward with their creativity, art, and vision. My name is Jake Berry, and this is The Fine Line. Sweet, so let's just, let's just drive <laughs> we'll into jump it, right bro. into it, man. So, yeah, um, man. what's the tattoo scene like in Germany? Bro, the tattoo scene in Germany is wild. Like, it depends on on what point you want to start. I mean, actually, it's developing over and over uh, over the last years, and it's going crazy. You know, we have, like, a bunch of different styles going on in Germany. And you have to see, like, if you compare it to the U.S. or something, Germany is a pretty small country, but pretty wealthy. And, I mean, tattooing was, like, taboo like 20 years ago when i started mm. working in the industry in 2006 it was like you have to imagine in our city here in stuttgart there have been like 10 shops maybe back in the days when i started wow and all of those shops were like biker shops run by hell's angels or wow. other like mcs and then we started doing everything a little bit different here in this city like having a different vibe to it, a different approach, more professional, more like new school. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty tough coming up in the industry back then because we, we had a little uh, a lot of pushbacks. But then the whole industry developed. And now I think here in the city alone, it's like 300 shops. And I mean, Stuttgart has a population of 700,000 people, so it's not that big of a city. But... It's crazy out here. That's nuts. Wow, so it's really like blown up over the last few years. It blew like crazy, bro. Like also, I mean, tattoo industry right now is in a in a really like on the one hand really good point, but on the other hand like on a weird point because it's yeah. in this transition I think, especially here in Germany, because like you don't need anything in Germany to become a tattoo artist. It's, you don't need a license. Nobody visits your shop. Wow. You can just open a shop and register your business and then you're good. Then you can just yeah. start working as a tattoo shop or a tattoo artist. And I think in the last couple of years, especially with Instagram blowing up the industry and people getting more of looks into the lifestyle of tattoo artists and everything and people have like this this really false picture of how how a tattoo artist works or how tattoo mm. business works in in general so a lot of people get into the industry without knowing what they do just because they want the lifestyle like because they see mm. so many artists on instagram I don't know, rocking Balenciagas and everything and having like a good time. <laughs> and they don't they don't see what's behind all that. They don't see how much work and passion you need to put in to actually get to that point that you're like a famous artist or something. A lot of people think, right. yeah, I'm just open a shop. I'm going to grab a machine, uh, start an Instagram account and everything will be going. 
but no it's mm. not you you have to put everything into it it's an all in or nothing right i mean it seems like you're constantly doing things for the shop and like promotional things you're doing videos you guys like like it seems like you never stop so do you guys have like a um like a built-in media um person in the in the studio do you have someone that's like constantly doing that or is it just basically all you guys taking turns so like you have to imagine the the development of mommy i'm sorry from from day one until now is like day one it was just silas and me starting a little shop the shop was super small it had maybe like i don't know 20 square meters or something it was super tiny and tattooing was like you had no you you had clients back then but it was like we had to do really everything we could not like pick and choose like today or something or like just devote yourself to one style back back in Mm -hmm. 2006 you had to do everything bro and because there was no is that when mommy i'm sorry started yeah 2006 so back then it was just like a normal street shop two guys having an idea wanting to Mm -hmm. become the best at what they're doing and today the the structure is more of a real company like we have different uh, branches inside the company we have like all the booking team and management they're like five people working just on emails on getting back to clients on organizing guest artists uh, getting back and forth with with everybody like planning all the resident artists then we have uh, the media team which is like a big crew um, I'm, I'm leader of the of the marketing and, and media team and me, the, the media team is like creating content all the time but also we try to develop new ways of showing the inside of the shop because when we started doing the videos and when we started like showing people how, how a tattoo here gets done, um, mm-hmm. this is when we blew up, actually. This is what went viral a few years ago. And everybody wow. started to doing their videos like we did. And for me, it's always like I, I have this urge to, to create new ways because I cannot sit on what we already have done. I need to, to push it to the next level and see, okay, yeah. What is the next type of video we can do? What is the next level of equipment we can we can use? And the last crazy video we did, we shot it like old school on 16 millimeter on film. Wow. So we had a person here who actually is from back in the days knowing how to use that old cameras <laughs> because you have to get those camera rolls, th- those tapes, yeah. and they're not yeah. allowed to, to see the light. So you have this little tent you put the like a dark room yeah it's a, it's a little dark room and you have to like switch tapes blindfolded inside this dark yeah. room with your hands so it was crazy and the look of it is like super crispy and we are also because we are developing the media team all the time um i also need like constant challenges for them so they can um be creative and develop so right. we started doing right. music videos as well so for german musicians rappers and everything uh, wow. We already did a couple of videos and they, they they went super good. Also, the artists, like our vision for Mommy, I'm sorry, is to create to create this atmosphere where everybody who works here can 
use his full potential or develop his full potential and creativity mm. and everything. And this is one of the most important things, especially for the artists, um, in order for them to develop and and like develop their style and techniques. They also need like challenges all the time. That, uh, this is a good thing mm -hmm. about having guests over all the time and being a melting pot for the best artists in the world. So everybody who comes here, everybody who works here is always surrounded with this high-end level of professionalism and uh, Top quality, skills yeah. that you always have to push yourself and you always want to, to evolve into the, right. the, the next stage. The best version, yeah. So to, is that what you see... Is that the direction you see Mommy, I'm Sorry, taking on next is like a full-blown media production company of like tapping into music videos, tapping into like having a foot in tattoos, having a foot in uh, different sort of media areas, or, or, or is it mainly tattoos that you want to focus on? Uh, actually, yes and no. So the main focus was, is, and will always be tattoos because tattoos is the mm -hmm. core of everything. And this is why we never started to to hire piercer or doing laser okay. removals or whatever because we were like, no, we're going to do one thing and we're going to be the best at it. And so we, the focus is always on tattooing. But mm -hmm. uh, since I also want to develop the company, um, it's more about of what is the next step for tattooing what is the next step for tattoo industry and as of right now not only me but like a lot of other artists and shop owners around the world are aiming for the same direction i don't know if consciously or unconsciously but what we're doing right now is taking down boundaries because we should stop thinking about tattoo industry as like, oh, this is this closed world and this is tattoo and tattoo only, but this is more of art and lifestyle. So if we push down the boundaries and start thinking about, okay, how can we create? How can we develop what we are doing? And what is the next step actually? And the, the branch uh, branches or the businesses next to tattooing, which work the same or like kind of familiar is music and fashion so yeah it's it's just natural that the next step is always going to be music fashion lifestyle in those fields right and just create a like a symbiosis with all the people in it and my job is firstly to bring people together who can mm -hmm. create together and get better together and let's just set a new level right. of everything yeah man that's cool i mean obviously there's no there's no question you guys like the you know the what you're doing there at mommy i'm sorry is like you guys like you said earlier you're the first to be doing stuff like what you're doing like all those video productions all those you know bringing uh it like it's like when you put those videos up at the shop, it is, it looks like a music video of the shop. Thank you. Which so is much. really cool, you know? And then it like it makes it makes these artists look like rock stars, you know? And it makes you guys all look like it, it brings you to a different level. Um just by the way you like, you know, share what you guys are doing, which is cool. I think it's like you said, there's been a lot of people that have, you know, taken that that idea and implemented that into their own shops or into their own work which is it's nice to see and, and nowadays anybody can get a camera a decent camera decent lights 
and shoot a video and if they have a little bit of knowledge they can make it look really professional really cool um obviously you guys are taking it to a whole different level but you know just like how me and you have like we're not we're not like audio engineers but we we have like the ability to get like great audio equipment and do something like this so my point is i think like everything's really accessible now for for not just big teams but like for everyone so you're probably seeing a lot of people take inspiration from you guys. Have you seen a lot of shops around Germany kind of start to try to do what you guys are doing? Yeah, of course. There are a lot of, and I actually love that they're doing it this way. Um, for for us, it's a big compliment if somebody copies mm-hmm. the video, if somebody copies the style or like the way we approach the industry. And this is one of our main goals actually that that's cool not to not to be copied but to inspire and be like the source of new ideas and like everybody who knows me personally knows that i'm like constantly focused on on business and how to develop and everything and i'm barely doing something else uh, except of just working but this is also why like everybody who knows me personally knows that you always can come to me if you want to work like if you have mm. an idea and you want to realize something cool and i'm always gonna if, if if i like your vision if we're on the same page i always gonna like try to help you try to connect you to the right people or even like that's put awesome. work in myself or something because this is what this is what gives my life sense actually just mm. I love it when, like, sometimes I get messages from people thanking me for what I did, I don't know, a couple of years ago as a personal favor or whatever, or just inspiration. And this is what really gives me everything. Like, right. th- this is w- what's in for me. For a lot of people, I don't know, money is a is number one priority. In my opinion, if you start not thinking about money and put money on your like point four or five of list of mm-hmm. priorities, then you become like really free without a lot of pressure of, of like false yeah. idealism or something and really start to think about what can you do that actually gives w- worth to yeah. Your, your own community to your own network how can you yeah. how can you create something that is useful for everybody and this is yeah what it's about yeah, that is so cool and like you said today everybody has access to everything like it was never this easy and we we lived never in a peaceful time like this sure there's a lot of war going on in the world and uh, we have it in in the like in Germany or in Europe in in the US we are super uh, how you call it um, uh, 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 privileged that we, mm. we live in this yeah. uh, time of peace and we have the chance to like look my generation and and the generation after me are the first people who really can sit down and think about what can I do that makes me happy. What job mm-hmm. do I want to do that that makes me happy? What what do I want to do with my life? My parents didn't have the chance to do that. My parents yeah. came to this country from Russia, and their number one problem was 
they need to work, they need to get money, yeah. they need to get food on the table, and this is what they cared about. So um, mm. this is, and I, I just, I don't want to waste this this opportunity that has been given to me. Like everything we have, I, I, I work my ass off for that. And um, since we, we live in a, in a time where everybody has access to everything, I think this is so cool. Like yeah, you're not limited by by budget anymore. Like if you if you think about like 40 years ago, if you wanted to start something creative, like I don't know, making movies or music or doing yeah. tattoos, it was so hard to access this world. Or even in the music industry, it was so hard to to just record a tape, get into yeah. the studio. It was like all limited by budget, and yeah. I think a lot of talent died on the way uh, be, be because of money issues. And today, yeah. you you see it online, like there's so many creators and so many ideas. It's endless. This is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's just everywhere now, which is cool. Yeah, like you're saying, it's cool, and because it it gives people who have potential to be great an opportunity to be great like you're saying because back then there was probably so many people there was probably so many like picassos and yeah. or like so many you know so many great directors or musicians or something that never had the opportunity or chance to become great because they like you said they didn't have the tools but i mean i think it, i think that that's amazing and i think it's cool that you want to inspire people and give people uh, a direction to follow who were some of your inspirations going into something like this as you started to develop mommy i'm sorry into more of a high level production um i get my inspiration from like everywhere i got i get really motivated when people do extremely good and i can just like watch the journey um in my in my, in my own community or like in my own surrounding or even like with people i don't know uh just like c celebrities or something for example if you if you watch drake doing what he does like he's 34 right now i think and he mm -hmm. he, he he had such an impact on on pop culture and on our society like this is crazy this is like yeah when you watch him doing it i love watching documentaries about self-made people who who had nothing and created something in the tattoo industry of course like bang bang inspired me um mm -hmm. when i first I, I was i think 2018 at the shop and um got got a tattoo by mr k and uh, eva and it was it was like super inspirational to see how they work and how, how they approach everything they were already like aiming this high level standard and also right. like Balash uh, Basheni and Oscar mm -hmm. Camo they those artists like created a style in the industry which is like n no style had or like no tattoos like theirs had that much <clears throat> impact yeah on today's tattoo industry i mean <laughs> everybody all over the world in in the field of contemporary tattooing is doing yeah, what they're doing based on on their work which is crazy yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah they definitely they definitely you know helped start a new trend for sure i mean i don't even know if you call it a trend but like a, a whole new world of tattooing yeah um yeah and so like 
correct me if I'm wrong, but um, were you tattooing back when you started Mommy I'm Sorry? I learned how to tattoo back in 2006. Uh-huh. For a year, I was tattooing in the beginning, but I realized for myself quickly that, yeah, I could tattoo, but I have more love for organizing everything and like managing everything and building the surrounding yeah. that we can like do what we do. So in the beginning, Silas was tattooing and I did the, the management and everything. Yeah. And then over the years, I mean, it, it took many years to, to like take it to the next level because just of the surroundings, it wasn't the, the right time in Germany back then. And uh, so we we developed like pretty slowly in the beginning, but we developed. Yeah. We already had like a new level compared to the city because the shop was super mm. beautiful and stylish and everything, while other all the other shops were just like you know old school biker shops. And yes, yeah, yeah. Which is totally fine, but not what we wanted to do. And I also like I, w- I was pretty active when I was young. Like I started. Mommy, I'm sorry with Silas when I was 16 years old. And wow. Then, yeah, I I, I um, dropped out of school. Like, I was just like saying, I'm leaving. Yo, I'm, wow. I'm going to do my thing. And I didn't finish school because I wanted to devote myself to, to like my self-employment. And uh, we started Mommy, I'm sorry. It went well in the beginning. Like, it, it was like going good from the beginning on. Mm. And But I wanted... So many things, like, you know, you're 20 years old, you just want to conquer the world. So I started, Mm. like, doing bars and and restaurants also on the side. This was a hustle, bro. Like, (laughs) my my 20s, my early 20s, I think I barely slept, like, every night, maybe three or four hours for, like, three or four years. Because I had so many, I started so many businesses and had so many business partners, worked on so many projects um that it like it it, it it was it was tough but it was also fun and hard and i learned a lot uh i failed in some projects i i excelled in some projects and like by 2013 or 2014 i sold all my participations on other businesses and this was the time when like tattoo industry changed a little bit and social media came into the game and everything and this was the yeah. time when when we said okay now now we can like really put it, everything into it and mm-hmm. like all the profits i made from from the other businesses i put into the tattoo shop mm. and this is this is when we moved to a bigger shop and this is when like Ben Ben Tats started his apprenticeship with us and this is when like the yeah. original team members came uh, on the boat and like from then on it was like crazy because first we 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 had the goal to become like the best shop in in the city then we already achieved that then it was like okay maybe the best shop in in germany so i was like just looking at all the shops in germany and was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing quite good already and when we wanted to open when we wanted to be bigger because we have two shops but they're next to each other so actually it's one shop but like two separate locations and um when we wanted to 
to expand and work with guest artists, I was like, okay, but if we want to do that, we have to be like the best shop there is. So I started traveling for a year all over the world and make new connections with new artists, scout new artists, like hmm. get go, going to every convention there is just to to make connections, getting tattooed all over the world and oh. um, just visiting different shops, seeing what are they doing good what what can we do better and everything and yeah this is what, where i got like most of my inspiration from actually from the people i met during the time and then when we when we expanded to the to the second shop here and the first guest artists came it was crazy like then people <laughs> from all over the world started to come like the first yeah. big artist uh, who who visited the shop was dave paolo and I think, like, uh, I, I told Dave this, like, one or two times, but I, I, I don't know if he, if he really knows what that, what it meant to me that he came mm -hmm. to the shop for the first time because it was, like, Dave Paolo was so huge at that time. Like, <laughs> his, his pop art style was crazy and, like, the whole crew around him, they were all over the, the social media. And when Dave came here it was like socially approved stamp on mommy I'm yeah, sorry. yeah and after that yeah. like everybody i had contact with uh, wanted to come mm. over he opened the door then yeah and um it was like everybody who who, uh, who i had contact with came over and had a super great time here i mean like this is more than just business this is like real f friendship with most of the people who come here and yeah. uh, i also just want to work with people who we get along with, who we can have a good time with and just like yeah. enjoy together. And because this is the way how the best output is is, is going to be produced. Like if you want to do yeah. great tattoos, you need a great mindset, you need, need a great feeling, yeah. everything. And now this is what we also like try to achieve for everybody here at Mommy. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, yeah. we work like a real company. It, it, it's weird to say like a real company because we're just you are a real yeah company. We, we, we are a company uh, <laughs> yeah. but we we try to get all the extras for everybody for example here in the street like we we serve lunch every day for everybody in the shop like wow um we have this this high-end fitness club down the street like everybody in the shop has a has a membership like paid by the shop because we co we are concerned about your your uh, physical health also yeah. if you want to do something like most of the artists if or also people who work in the management or media department um if they want if they have an idea and they want to do something they just come to us and say hey yo aj i want to do mm. this and that how can we do that or how can we do that together and we always figure a way out and it, it's always That's a win-win so cool. situation for everybody so yeah also like we, we're trying to always be on new fields like uh now we are a lot of on twitch especially here in germany yeah i see that uh yeah. we we work with a lot of streamers and get into into this field and this is amazing like uh our first steps in the twitch world were like pretty um how you call it um yeah, they, they were like, we, we were really precautious and everything because I didn't know what is Twitch or how, how right. does it work because first time I heard about Twitch was a couple of years ago. I knew it was a gaming platform, but I didn't know 
how we can like happen in in this place and so yeah. we started to work with streamers and stream tattoo sessions or just have like chats um, mm -hmm. just me or some artist sitting in front of the camera chatting with the chat and it's amazing the community on twitch is so lovely and so positive like in my experience for example if i go live on instagram it's always oh which machine oh which needle oh <laughs> tell me this tell me that and yeah. on Twitch, there is like a super lovely community. It's, yeah, it's a I've lot heard of fun that. being there. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it's like full of just great vibes and everyone's like just like encouraging each other. Totally. There's less there's less like online hate on Twitch than but, there is on But also because you have it's it's a community where everybody puts a little bit into it. You have um if you have a bigger viewership then there are always people who moderate your chat. So if somebody misbehaves, they just kick him out of oh, the chat wow. or time That's out cool. him or whatever. It's crazy. Wow, cool. That is cool. So, I mean, it sounds like you have a million wheels spinning at one time over there. At yeah. Mommy, I'm sorry. And you guys have so much going on. So And like, like you explaining everything that you went through to get where you are now. I could imagine it'd be frustrating seeing someone go, oh, I'm just going to open a tattoo shop and get an Instagram account and start tattooing. And that's that's as easy as it is because you put in so much work. You're constantly working. Like it seems, do you ever get a break? No. <laughs> but I also don't get frustrated if somebody opens a shop. Actually, I don't care. Um, yeah. Because. But I mean, not so much that they open a shop, but the, the idea that it's, it's easy what you're doing because it, it can't be easy what you do. No, it's not. But if somebody thinks it's easy what we are doing or what I'm doing, just do it. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So I have no problem with somebody trying yeah, it yeah. or copying it. Mm. Uh, actually, I encourage it if you do it the right way. If you just order yeah. a tattoo machine on Amazon and try to butcher your friends, this is bullshit. But yeah. if you... If you really want to do it, if you if you really want to achieve something in this industry or in any other industry, just fucking do it. Like, yeah. But people don't understand, or a lot of people do understand, but a lot of people don't. You can do anything. You can do. You become. You can become everything you want to be. Uh, you yeah. just have to put. You just have to pay the price for it. And right. often the price is like total sacrification of everything else, which is personal life. Fine. Yeah. No partying, yeah. no bullshitting, yeah. no like hanging out with your friends maybe. And if you're yeah. ready to, to devote that, if you're ready to put mm -hmm. all that in, then yeah. you're good for it. If you say, no, this is too much for me, this is totally fine. Like there's yeah, nothing wrong yeah. with with doing a nine to five job or um, right. doing like a, a handcraft job or something. This is everything we we need everything in the society. For example, yeah. like our shop here in Stuttgart is in the like in the middle of the city, like mm -hmm. more of the hyped hipster district, and we often sit in front of the shop because there are a lot of people walking by and we're drinking a coffee and just chilling, hanging around, and you see all types of people walking by and I love talking to, to everybody who, who, who wants to talk about something. Also like yeah. I know every delivery person who delivers something here because we order a lot 
and uh, <laughs> but also like I know every garbage man who comes to the to the shop because in my opinion this is for example a job that is like so underappreciated fuck like they get they get paid shit and they get no respect for what they're doing but like imagine they're not doing what they're doing so all of us are fucked yeah, we, yeah it's an essential <laughs> yeah. yeah so um yeah, this is a whole different so, topic, bro. This is like <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just thinking like so um like what like you're saying, everyone could, if you want to try to do something, just do it. But what challenges could someone expect that's that's like, man, I think I have what it takes. I want to open up my own studio. I have big visions. I but like what going into something like that? What what challenges challenges could someone expect? Um, what challenges did you face? Like, what are what are some of the main challenges you faced when you decided to bring Mummy I'm Sorry to that next level? So, oh, this is this is a difficult question because if you if you ask what challenges somebody should expect if they're trying to do something like this, is uh, my answer would be realization that it's not that easy how it looks or really realization yeah. that it's going to take more than you than you thought it will but if you ask me mm -hmm. actually there, there were a lot of challenges in, in the beginning because uh there, just a lot of like organization challenges and like working with a lot okay. of people getting clients promoting the shop getting out the name getting mm -hmm. the right people to work with um keep everybody happy and and everything like thinking about everything but i don't know if it really was a challenge like because i had so much fun doing this and i still have like in good times or in bad times even like in the in the shitty times in the beginning um when you put when you invest like a lot of money and you first have to create some mm -hmm. income and create some cash flow uh to build the first client base and everything <clears throat> so like when we started yeah. mommy i'm sorry we had a capital of like two or three thousand euros like it was nothing mm -hmm. uh, it was just enough to open a shop we had a super cheap rent yeah. we were in a shitty part of a town and um so but for, I, I i never i never doubted that i will not make it mm -hmm. for me it was always I, I i always knew how to get there it's like i don't know one of my i think the only talent i have or like one of one the best talent i have is i'm super objective about everything so if you ask me aj i'm at point a and i want to get to point b right. how do i get there i can like drew out the line for you and tell you how to get there right but often it comes with like changing <laughs> the way you live or changing uh like major parts in your life to become there and uh because i'm i'm a super honest person I, and i i'm a super direct person if i if i don't like something or if i don't like what you're doing i'm telling you you're broke <laughs> this bullshit just let's not work together or let's not hang around um but if you if you can look past that and like accept everything because i i never like say something out of out of a personal way or something i'm i'm always like super just like objective if if, if i see you do something wrong and it's not going to help you achieving your goal i'm just telling you you can do with that information whatever you want like right. when i was younger 
I overdid that a little bit. And this maybe frustrated me a little bit because I was like always trying to help everybody. Mm. And a lot of times I was like the, the, the know-it-all. So I just stopped like giving people random advice and started <laughs> only giving advice if you, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. But if you ask me and I give you my advice and I see you're not doing it, then I'm never going to give you advice again. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. <laughs> it's valuable information. I mean, look, this is the perfect example of everybody can do anything. I mean, you're a tattoo artist and you started a podcast. You have you had the access to, to audio <laughs> material, to the equipment and everything. You have the network you just like reached out to people and you already had like this great mm. people on your podcast like i saw uh slata was here goldie zad with uh, adam yeah i yeah. love them i really They're love the them. best yeah and um i, I saw trojan was here he's a cool artist mm -hmm. uh oscar camel was here crazy yeah. so bro you you just started a podcast and you like already like in, this is like already a high-end tattoo podcast you know oh man i'm trying i'm trying that's for sure i mean it's been really really cool like i said uh, everyone's been so nice about uh doing this with me i've reached out like i i, I sent like a few messages out straight away to like some of my favorite artists some of my favorite people in the industry and um <clears throat> i didn't expect everyone to get back to me mm -hmm. and that's why i sent them all out at one time And everyone was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, oh, shit. Now I have a lot of work to do. So um, it's been obviously a lot of work. And like you're saying, it's like that. You tattoo all day and then you come home and you try to edit the podcast and do that. But um, it's been so amazing because one, I feel like I get to connect with people that I, you know, you, you talk to these people, you talk to different artists and stuff online all the time and social media you know you like each other's work and you comment and whatever and just to sit down and actually have a conversation with with you guys it's like been so so cool because uh i feel like a big reason i wanted to do it was last year you know obviously i had a lot of guest spots planned and mommy i'm sorry was on that list and i was really looking forward to coming and meeting everyone and just like talking and you know mm -hmm. you go and like you said you go and you do these guest spots you go travel around and see what everyone's up to and you get inspired and you start to like get ideas and like that's my favorite thing you know that's my favorite part of the tattoo community is like getting inspired and uh, uh you know working off each other and growing together and all that and and so i was so i was so disappointed that i didn't get to do that last year And uh, I thought, like, man, what? Wh how could I still connect with these people? How could we all still stay connected, you know, while we're stuck at home, while we can't travel and everything? And I was like, man, this would be cool. I, I really wanted someone to do a podcast, and I, c I kept looking and looking, and no one was doing it. So I was like, I think I just have to, I have to do it. So, this is amazing. So, um, I, I, no, like, really, I, I respect that because... Like, thank you, man. Having the idea is one thing. Having, like... The urge to do it is another thing, but actually, like, um, execute and doing it, like, I mean, like buying the microphone, setting yeah. up the camera, mm. and everything. This is all an investment you first have to do. I mean, yes. I see you have the, yeah. the the same mic as I have, so I know what it costs. Yeah. So just for the idea, like, okay, I have to put the money in it, and uh, sure. this is this is amazing. Like, would you say this is like? 
I mean, we, we had a year of lockdown or like on and off lockdowns. Yeah. Here in Germany, we had like, mommy, I'm sorry, was nine months of on lockdown. And yeah, same. Um, how, what, what did you, I mean, we, I th I hope we're all done like complaining about it because I was complaining the first two weeks yeah. or not even the first two weeks. I was complaining like one week or because I was worried yeah. uh, and I didn't know what's going to happen. And then I started mm -hmm. like, okay, so this is the situation now. I, um, I, I adjust to it and I'm just going to make mm -hmm. the best out of it as possible. How did you use the time or was there a big learning for you during the lockdown season hmm. yeah i mean for me um it was bittersweet it was good because i have a family i have um my wife and my i have a daughter and a stepdaughter and so for me it was like really nice to stay at home you know um and like that like i said i had a lot of guest spots planned last year so i would have been i would have been gone a lot of the year so um, there was there was like some part of me that was really grateful for the lockdowns because it kind of forced me to like stay at home. My my daughter is just turning two, she, or she turns turns two tomorrow actually. Oh nice! So she, yeah, so What's she her was name? Rose. Rose, yeah. Rose, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, she's she's a crack up, you know. So uh, for me, it was like really great to like get to like be home with them and have that time that I would have been working all the time, and you know. But on the flip side, you know, I think us as humans like we need some projects we need something to be working towards something to be putting our energy towards that that is like it keeps us busy it keeps us going it gives us purpose and so for me not working was really challenging for sure um but i tried to see it as opportunities to do other things like start this and you know i think like you guys you know i'm sure you understand like for me i was in the process of trying to grow and build build my brand, build my, you know, my grow in my tattoo abilities and everything. So for me, it was, it was challenging for sure, but a lot of good things came from it. For, and, and now I'm back to work and I, f I feel like I was able to take that time to balance out some things in my life. Mm -hmm. It's like balance work, balance personal life, balance doing these other side projects. And, uh, I was able to find like a groove and I don't know, I, I, I definitely, I, I'm kind of like, I have a lot of ideas, like you said. I have a lot of ideas and a lot of a uh, uh, vision kind of thing. But a matter, it's like you said, it's a matter of like getting them actually working is another thing, and that's been that's been really cool to do. But I I, I started. I don't know if I was gonna. This is what I was gonna ask you. I remember, but I, I'm not sure if I believe in this or what how I feel about this. But I I keep hearing this idea of manifestation and like seeing your way into what you want in your life and believing that it's already happening or something someone said to me you have to like almost believe and act as if these things you want are already there they're already you already have them do you believe in that kind of like uh manifestation have you heard of that that way of thinking oh i i, I heard of that of course <laughs> um because like in my early 20s i spent so much time uh like self-studying psychology and how the human mind works because i think it's fascinating i'm, I'm fascinated by by people in general yeah. and of, of mindsets and everything and i think the idea of manifesting or manifestation is for me it's like my mindset is kind of the same it's more about 
first, what is your surrounding? If your surrounding is shit, try to change it. Yeah. Like, and I mean, in the the the, the mindsets you're surrounded by. If if you all surrounded by by negativity and everybody's like just complaining about their lives, you start complaining about your life too, yeah. and you stop doing something about it. But if you're like, look, bro, I have this. Um, I I was a pretty weird kid growing up. So uh, my, my father had, had to leave the, leave the country when I was like four. And my mother was single raising me. And so she was working all the time. So all the, the like all my role models and idols I got from music and films. Yeah. So I started first, like I had this weird, weird, weird mindset as a kid because most of my idols died at 27 like the famous 27 club yeah, yeah. and i had this this huge fear of this happening to me wow. or like not not really a fear but the realization that this could happen to me so by the age of 13 or 14 i was like okay if i die at 27 i want to say yeah it's cool hmm. so i want to live my life that way that with 27 i could say I've done it all. Like, wow. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed life to the fullest. So that's why I started like really, really early to to do all the things that I love already as a kid. And also, like w one thing that, that inspired me as a kid was, I think it was the movie Departed, where the opening line was, um, I'm not a product of my surrounding. My surrounding is a product of me, hmm. so, which had so much impact on me. Yeah. Also, another quote from another movie, I forgot which one it was, but the quote stuck to me forever. If, you are, if, if you're the smartest in the room, change the fucking room. <laughs> because you always have to surround yourself with people who are better than you in order to achieve like, greatness. You always have to, 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 to look at people and see what they're doing and... It's it's the best if they're better than you in some in some ways. Mm -hmm. In other ways, if you're better than them and you can teach them, mm -hmm. because like my whole life I was growing up in the in the hip hop scene here in Germany, and I was like break dancing as a kid. I was doing graffiti's, I was doing music and everything. Yeah. And the old school hip hop mindset, like not compared to today, but like back in the days, it was like each one teach one, and. This is what we what we did all the time. Yeah. Like if you if you look at mommy, I'm sorry, the influence that hip hop had on this company, just because it had so much influence on me, on yes. Silas, and on everybody else, is like the mindset that we brought into it. And the mindset is okay. We we are here all together. We try to create something together because first we want to be cool. Mm -hmm. Like we we want to have like a, a, a good standing. Um, then we teach each other. Then we know what we're good at and what everybody else is good at. So we try to uh, add up to each other. Like, oh, I can do A, you can do B. Yeah. Together we can do crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is what this is the mindset going on here. And this is like the same thing that happened when all the great artists came to the shop. Like for everybody, for the guest artists and for the residents, it was like, okay, fuck, we work with people who are better at one thing than I am. So everybody started to learn from each other and everybody had in this room had this, this drive of, okay, 
something is happening right now. Yeah. This, this is crazy. And yeah, this is the the the, the big inspiration for it. I, actually, to be honest, I forgot the the, the question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. That's great. That's like, you know, we're just we're just chatting. I think that that's I love it. I I th I could tell you get really inspired when you start talking about this stuff, and I can tell it gives you it gives you energy when you're like. You seem like very driven, a very driven person. And that rubs off on people. And naturally, you're probably drawing other people that are like you towards you. And vice versa, you're probably drawn to people that are like-minded to you. Totally, yeah. Like you said, if you, you know, like you said in the beginning, if you don't, if you don't f fit the vibe of someone around you, then you're like, you're just upfront about it and on to the next one, which is good. I think, obviously, if, if you want to get somewhere, that sounds like the way to be. And, Thank um, you so much, brother. Um, so you said you grew up in hip hop, you grew up in that culture and you, you said you did music growing up, uh, but, um, you're, are you, are you just now starting to get back to your roots in the hip hop scene? And I saw you released a few singles. You're doing music now on top of everything else you're doing. Uh, yeah, actually this was like a vibe of Corona, uh, when the, when the first lockdown began, like we had free lockdowns here in Germany. And when the first lockdown began and I realized, oh, so this is going to be the situation for a while. Yeah. And you have to imagine like pre-corona, like December, for example, December 2019, I had like 60 artists in the shop. 60? Like, all, all, yeah, bro. Like not at one time, but like oh. over, the, over the four weeks. And Wow, that's crazy. So... And from all over the world, we had people from Russia, from Korea, Jesus. from Israel, from the U.S., from from Italy, from England. Everybody was here. Like this was crazy. It was wow. fucking. It, it was amazing. And in oh, the cool. in the beginning of 2020, uh, we we were working on different projects. So first, we wanted to build a huge network uh, because. The thing is, we, we work with a lot of guest artists, right? So we had the idea of building a network of shops and um, that that I can provide for all the guest artists who are traveling or for traveling artists in general, already a network with yeah. already negotiated terms and everything and everything yeah. is like organized like Mommy, I'm sorry or like mindseted like Mommy, I'm sorry. So I traveled all over Europe to to visit different shops and to see which shops are actually on the same mindset and who can we put in our network yeah. so I can present the network to all the traveling artists um, that Oh, to go I here, go here, stop here. Are great. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. That's cool. And also we were like already about to open a shop in New York City. We already like were wow. in the final stage of negotiating the contracts. We had the location. We had everything wow. there. Like it was crazy. And <laughs> I remember like Silas and me, we came back from New York in February or March 2020. And we were like having dinner with the whole team and updating them on like what's gonna happen in the next weeks, you know? Because bro. I underestimated that fucking pandemic. Like, yes. I really underestimated. Everyone it. did. So, everyone did. We were so uh, 
yeah, so foolish and so naive. Like, look at it. And <laughs> no um, one could have predicted this, though. No one could ever have predicted no. it. No. Like some people did, but not me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so we were we were having dinner with the with the whole team, wow. and we were we were telling them New York is gonna happen, and like we were planning like having all the residents touring through the whole network of shops we created and everything. So. I was in in that time I was like constantly traveling and working and on the phone. Wow. So every week I was in a in an airplane to somewhere. Wow. So I was on 200%. And when we locked down I was like fuck. Going from 200% always to zero in in, in uh, on full speed to nothing. That's like crazy. Fuck what I'm going to do now just like not about oh help what I'm gonna do now, but like okay, I need something to do. I need something yes, to, yeah. to create. And I was like preparing myself for the lockdown. Like okay, let's use it to the fullest. Let's first all the mommy I'm sorry issues uh, we never had the chance to do like organization and, and right. everything. We're gonna do it during the lockdown, and right. we created our own calendar system, like mm. managing tool for the shop. So that's cool. This is this is super cool because it uh, makes our work so much easier, like getting the requests through the contact yeah. form that is connected to the calendar. Everything mm. the the client uploads is directly in the calendar. The artist wow. has access to the calendar. Everything is organized. So this is like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that off you for my shop. Yeah, of course, bro. You can have it. Like we we're happy if somebody uses it and gives us feedback wow, on what cool. you can develop. So so you guys created this. Yeah. From, wow, from scratch. that's amazing! Like we have on the team, we have um, this this IT specialist who constantly develops stuff with us. Wow. So um, we're gonna release our booking app soon, so where you can put in the contact form. And oh, everything. that's amazing! So it's wow. easier for clients to to fill out the the best request because the thing is, we get hundreds of tattoo requests every day. And um, we spent a lot of time on going like, back talking, and forth. Yeah, going back and forth on um, small details that could be easily avoided in the beginning. So we we already did a major part with the with the contact form and like the way we answer emails. Um, we try to make it as comfortable and efficient for everybody, for the client as for the for the booking manager. Yeah. Um, but with the app, it's going to be way more easier. So we try to do to to develop our own work all the time. So this is what Jeez. we this is one of the things we did during the lockdown for mommy. I'm sorry. Well, that's Plus, great. That's uh, that sounds like some you actually are getting stuff done. Like instead of just waiting around for things to open up again. No, we because everybody here was like, "Fuck, I need to do something." Also, yeah, we started sure. the YouTube channel. Now we're uploading a new video every week. We uh, grew That's the great. media team. We started doing the Twitch stuff. So, yeah. but for me, I was like, okay, what is? I was like questioning my own life in in forms of, is there something I haven't done yet? Is there because I I don't regret anything I did in my life. And but I was like, is there something I regret not doing? And the only thing was hey, when I was a kid, I. I did music when I was like a little bit older. I did less music. 
and yeah. then I never had the time for it. And this is like still a great passion of mine. And so I bought a keyboard. I, I started learning how to play the piano. And then I r quickly got into it and I was like, oh, fuck, I, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. So first I tried out doing some beats and then, yeah, I just performed on, like, then I bought some beats and uh, I just performed on them. That's and awesome. After a few weeks of, like, getting back into it, I was like, no, fuck, this this can be something. Like, I, I, I want to do that. So uh, I reached out to some friends of mine who are already in the music business and met up with them and, like, showed them the stuff I'm working on. And they were like, bro, how long are you doing this? And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> maybe a couple of weeks. So, like, really into it. And they were like, yeah, fuck, this, this can be something. This is, like, actually good. That's uh, awesome. Let's let's do something. So we started uh, like really started like back in September last year, mm -hmm. and we already like pre-produced a lot of stuff. We yeah. shot a couple of videos. So this is more of a personal fun project. I'm not, I'm, I'm really not doing something for the money anymore. So yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to 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 it's do like a it creative outlet for you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's fun, bro. Now I'm releasing a single every month. It's awesome. And and just having fun, like shooting the videos is fun, doing the records Sounds is fun. Sounds cool. Everything about it is just fun, man. Yeah, and dude. I love it. <laughs> thanks so much. <laughs> and yeah, man, doing stuff like like this podcast. Bro, I I love it so much because like one thing we all learned. I, I hate talking about the pandemic, actually, because everybody's talking about it. <laughs> I can't hear it anymore. But yeah. I want to, if we talk about it, I want to talk about like the good sides of it, not all the negative yeah. sides. But yeah. on the good side is, I think everybody of us rearranged their priorities, like in terms yeah. on what is important in your life and which people are important to spend your time with. And actually, the. The, the matter of time, how valuable your own time is and how you use it, this realization, I think, hit a lot of people that it's not yes. actually just, yeah, every day is the same and yes. we, we pass it by. But, okay, no, it can be over tomorrow. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. If you, if you realize how fragile our tattoo industry actually is, like... Imagine Instagram is gone tomorrow. I know, I know, I know. Like we'd all be we'd all be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it is. It's a terrifying thought. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. You know, yeah. If there's anything about the pandemic that's good, it's like you're right. People got to like prioritize things and and actually figure out what's important. You know. Yeah, but so that's good. Um, to to switch to happier subjects I mean, <laughs> <laughs> now like the pandemic is like more and more under control i think like, it is, here yeah. in germany i don't know the numbers but everybody's getting vaccinated and everything yeah, like, yeah. I, things are getting uh, back to normal for sure yes so we are already having a lot of guest artists over that's uh, awesome I, I think we have a new date with you do we 
Um, yeah, and like we we rescheduled last year a couple times because no one knew how long it was going to be. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, oh, it should be gone by December, you know? And then class, <laughs> like, of course not, you know? <laughs> Look how uh, stupid everybody is. I know, was. I know. So, yeah, I, I feel like... I feel like we're probably safe now to uh, the only yeah, thing I'm not sure about is I'm so I'm living in Ireland. I'm a resident in Ireland, but I'm an American citizen. So I don't know if Germany would let me in as an American citizen. Uh, I think we can arrange all the paperwork. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Problem Just, solved. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Um <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, uh, things are getting better now. Like, a lot yeah. of guest artists are coming around now. We are already planning guest spots and, and travels and everything. Mm. And oh, I, I can't like, like, the summer is here now. It's going to be so great. Really, really yeah. good. And I can't, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Also, we built this, this ecosystem. And, mommy, I'm sorry, like, every resident also apprentice in the shop. Um, and we try to do that as professional as possible also with the with our like in-house academy like a lot of people think of a tattoo school when they hear like academy but it's yes you, you cannot compare what we do to a tattoo school because we're not just like letting a bunch of people holding a machine and tattooing fake skin uh, every year uh, like young artists apply for their apprenticeship here at mommy i'm sorry and we just choose a handful of them like re we're really cherry picking and th then then we teach them then th then they're with us for a year and uh they they, they apprentice and we we, we work like with w w the way we do our apprenticeship is with a whole team like when we talk about skin we have a derm dermatologist coming over wow. and teach them about skin when we're talking about like the pigments and the and the ink, uh, we have like a scientist who is researching, like the only scientist in Europe who's really doing researches on pigments and on ink, wow. tattoo ink, is coming over and sharing his knowledge. And like for every little detail, we we ha we pick the right person. Also for the tattooing, it's the whole team who teaches them. Like Silas is, is the main person. And um, but also they have workshops with Ben, with with everybody in the shop, and like in the first half part of the apprenticeship, they they learn everything to, they need to know, and they they get used to the to the basics in tattooing, and then they start working as like apprentices in the shop and doing like minor tattoos, uh, not not minor tattoos, um, like small tattoos and. Because when we, when somebody requests a tattoo, we always give different options in the yeah. in the email. We say, okay, uh, you for example, you you want a realistic tattoo, so we have option A with the price this and that. Option yeah. B, maybe a less famous artist. Option C, an apprentice for this and that price. So mm -hmm. we have different price categories in in that case, and you can like choose whatever fits best to you. And yeah, this is how the apprentices get their work. With the academy, then everyone who's in the academy works ends up working at Mommy. I'm sorry. No. Oh like, wow, cool. So so you do a uh, you could do a year long, and do you give them the option to work at Mommy? I'm sorry, or is that no? We we choose two. Okay, cool. At the end of the year, like there's always like two spots, 
and uh, you have a year to, to prove yourself, like fitting to the team. Also, sometimes the artists have uh, another idea of what they want to do after their apprenticeship. Maybe they want to travel for quite a while and doing guest spots and everything. But uh, if you if you share the mommy, I'm sorry, mindset, and if you want to achieve something with us, like, and you, you actually end up working here, then... I'm going to expect a lot of you <laughs> in the beginning it's <laughs> <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> so so um so let me let me just figure this out now. So how many people are usually in that program at Eight. once? 8. And it's about a year it's a year long. It's a year. And like how many days a week? <laughs> I don't understand the question. Oh sorry. <laughs> no no no, I'm just kidding. Like oh. it's full time, bro. Like wow, crazy! Nothing else going on. Wow, uh, it, it's full time. Uh, people, especially, move to to Stuttgart for that. They work here. They they learn and everything. And yeah, wow, that's uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, like yeah, it is. If if you want to do it, you if you want to do something, you have to do the investment. You have to put in the time, the work, and everything that comes with it. Also, <clears throat> um, we we try to like give different opportunities for for everybody it's like yeah. like later in your career like if you finish your apprenticeship and you really start working at mommy i'm sorry like i said the beginning is going to be hell uh, yeah yeah not hell but like a lot I'm of work gonna, everybody's going to be tough on, on you but also like encourages you to get to the next step and everything but we we, we just work on a high level and um we, we don't want, want anybody to be lazy around here, you know. So uh, we also opened a shop in Munich now. Um, we opened it actually last year, but because of the lockdown, uh, it really started business last month. Mm. Um, but it's not a mommy, I'm sorry shop. So we also, like, if we do something, it, it has to um, have its own momentum. So it's called Pendant Paris. Okay. The idea behind the name is like, it's of course like, I'm sorry, Paris. Uh, yeah. But the idea is because the, the shop is on a famous street in Munich, the okay. Maximilian Street. This is like the Fifth Avenue in New York. Like mm -hmm. all the high end designers are on there. Like our neighbor is Louis Vuitton and Prada. And we have a penthouse there, which we turned into a tattoo shop. So you have oh. a crazy ass view over Munich. And it's a super exclusive experience because experience is such an important part of the work. Everybody who comes to Mommy, I'm sorry, as a client has to, uh, uh, has to, like, I have to make sure that everybody gets a unique experience here. Mm -hmm. Like, from the moment you walk through the shop, because especially with Mommy, I'm sorry, the clients who come here already expect a nice experience because they follow mm -hmm. us on Instagram, they see the stories and everything. So they already know every person here in the shop. And I want you as a client to have the best day possible mm -hmm. yeah. getting your tattoo. So uh, we, we, we make sure that you're like super comfortable here. We have... Uh, you, we we offer you a non-alcoholic drink when you come. We relax. Yeah. We enjoy. We have fun. Da da da. We talk. So, and the same is in Munich. Just um, 
we we tried to make it more private like it's a, it's an official shop you can just come by or just call and whatever uh but the 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 thought about not having a street shop where everybody can just like walk in uh, walk in and and ask questions and stuff mm -hmm. uh we wanted to be a, a little bit more quiet that's why we rented a penthouse and it's super nice because this head is you, you can chill on the rooftop outside and oh, yeah i love it and uh, the idea behind the name Pardon Paris is like because of the neighbors like Louis Vuitton and Prada and everything. There's this famous quote of Karl Lagerfeld, like super famous German designer, uh, who said, um, "I would rather I, I would rather wear Pucci all my life than having a tattoo." And also, like <laughs> tattooed people in the fashion industry, like a couple years ago, were a taboo. You have to yeah. like cover your tattoos to to walk on stage or be right. a model, or you even didn't even become a model or something. And now it's the other way around. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's this this um, from top to bottom fashion experience that people. Yeah. It, it, it's the same way how how street style developed in high end fashion. Like all the high end brands are like copying street styles. You yeah know? yeah and for sure the same with tattoos like if you if you imagine tattoos being like for example illegal in new york i think until 1993 or something it's crazy M maybe i'm wrong but um, no i think you're right something like that yeah and uh here in germany it was like until the early 2000s where it was like super taboo and just for for like bikers and prisoners and like outlaws also in russia um it was like super taboo uh it's still illegal in korea or only medical uh only doctors can can do tattoos yeah. i think in japan it got legalized last year so every country is on a different stage and but if you see if you take a look at the western countries it's like crazy that it went from being totally unaccepted to being in the absolute center of society, yes. which is uh, which we have to thank for uh, to to pop culture, of course, because yeah. first of all, um, the the guys who opened the door for that is Miami Inc., because they introduced reality TV uh, to tattoos. Sure, you, you can think of the show whatever you want. Like I, I never watched it. Maybe I watched like two episodes or something, and it wasn't my thing. But it the impact, opened the door. Yes, the, the impact they had is crazy because yeah. then little Susan from the small village uh, knows, ah, <laughs> this is how a tattoo works. Okay, now I want to maybe get one too. And yes. the more people got tattooed, the, the more the business grew and the more possibilities we as actors in the business had because the more money flew into the business... The, the more the machines could have developed, the more the industry grew, yeah. and the more everybody else had the chance to to make more out of it. Also, right. like, sure, we 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 are super high priced here, mommy. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. uh, compared to other shops in Europe, but this gives us the opportunity to create um, something that is even more unique like working with yeah. the best artists giving you the original art like the, the maybe the creator yeah. of a style or something instead like of the copy of the copy of the copy of the copy and yes. like 
renowned artists, having this this media team, having this management team that you have the absolute best experience you can possibly have. So this is how the, the price gets together because a lot of people say, oh, or a lot of people ask, how do you justify the price? First of all, we don't because it's art. You can set... You, you can you can charge whatever you want for art but yeah. if you really want to know what's uh, why it needs to be at least this price is mm -hmm. because we have this whole team who makes sure you get the best tattoo possible yes because without the booking team taking care of everything so the artist can absolutely just focus on doing good tattoos yeah it's it's not possible for the artist to concentrate on the best design for you or like being so free in his mind to do the best tattoo mm. for you if the night before he or she had to answer like 200 20. emails yeah, in, yeah. until yeah. the middle of the night uh, make phone calls in the morning doing somewhere in the meantime your design that's not possible yeah. also if they have to figure out oh now i have to promote myself somehow uh, on instagram how do i do the pictures no you have a media team taking care of you for that so everybody in the team is doing their part their their part on right on making the the i mean i'm sorry the best team there is so this is how it comes all together so here's my question for, i have a few questions for you based off what you just said one how do you manage booking a tattoo for an artist and like say someone requests a tattoo for ben mm -hmm. and ben maybe looks at that idea and is like ah, i don't think that that's for me do you run that idea by him first with before booking it for your artist or do you book it based off of well i think ben is the right guy for this or someone else might be the right person for this so like you have to imagine everybody who who works here knows each other like pretty well and like a couple of years ago i did all the 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 other jobs myself like i did all the pictures i did all the bookings i did all the marketing i did like everything so all the artists could could concentrate on their work until we were big enough that i could hire more people and um so when I did the bookings, it was like, ah, I think this should work for Ben. Uh, maybe he can do it like this and that. I was discussing with the client, hey, okay, I, I know Ben would like to do it like this, and because we talk to each other, like we're, yeah. we're friends here, we're, we're family. And now with the bigger, uh, with the bigger booking team, uh, where Dennis is in charge, um, either they they already know what Ben likes, or if they're not sure, they just ask him. Like yeah, yo Ben, you like the idea, yes or no? Or if the reference picture of a portrait, uh, if you want to get a family member uh, tattooed or something, or your pet, uh, then they ask Ben for sure. Hey, do you think this reference picture is good or not? Right. But yeah, that's my. That was kind of my concern there when I was listening to you talking about it. Because sometimes people have this idea of a tattoo and then they come in with the reference, like you're saying, and it's like. No, garbage but, like but but the but the team is experienced enough to that's to amazing yeah i think that that's so like god that is dreamy the way you have things set up there it's dreamy <laughs> like Thank you i so much yeah i i mean that's like that's i think every single tattoo artist that is trying to book appointments 
runs into the same problems. It's either you do it yourself and you spend so much time, like you said, you get home from work and you just had a huge long session and you're trying to then open your emails and get back to everyone. And then you have to go through and ask, okay, well, how big, where do you want it? You know, do you have a better photo? Or you have someone else do it and help you and you run into those problems where it's like, you know, unless you are experienced enough, like you're saying, or you understand how tattooing works and you can go, nope, that's not a good enough reference. No, that won't work on that part of the body. No, you know what I mean? Stuff like yeah. that. You have to know that stuff. And uh, man, I think I think everyone who's listening to this probably would just go, uh, <clears throat> would probably die to have something like that set up for them. So I think that's really cool. Um, Thank you. Also, another question is why why did you decide not to have the name Mommy I'm Sorry in, in Munich? Yeah, in Munich. Yes, Munich? yeah. Um, because it would be too easy. <laughs> it would be too easy to just put Mommy I'm Sorry on the on the door front. First, I want to be Mommy I'm Sorry unique. So there is only okay. one Mommy I'm Sorry and there always will be one Mommy I'm Sorry. Like our merchandise... Uh, we just give it to friends and family and artists. We don't sell it. We we want to be like this. We 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 want to keep the the exclusivity. Also, uh, it would put a lot of pressure on the on the Munich shop because if you're the quality if you, standards. If you're expecting mommy, I'm sorry, then you need to get mommy, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Munich is already doing good, like because. We are all experienced who work on it. We work with great artists over there. Um, a lot of guest artists who come to Mami, I'm sorry, go right after to to Munich to Pardon Paris, and uh, but I, I see. Wow. It. I I always I I never was like how can I make as much money as possible, yeah. But I always was like, how cool was that? Like I want to I want to <laughs> say when we build up the Munich store. Like fuck! Look, we did it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with with a new name, new everything, uh, new Instagram account. Because this this would be the first challenge. How do you call the Instagram account if it's uh, "Mommy, I'm sorry"? You call it "Mommy, I'm sorry, Munich." This is yeah, whack. I know what you mean. This is like McDonald's. <laughs> We're not McDonald's. Yeah, you know it's um, that's why. So, do you have plans to do that? In other cities across the world with different unique names, but but somehow tied into Mommy, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe yeah. yes, because uh, Munich works like this. We uh, we we have somebody we work with in Munich who manages the shop and makes sure that the artists are doing good. But like the whole booking is through Stuttgart, so my oh. booking team here is booking. Mami, I'm sorry, Stuttgart is also booking uh, Pardon Paris in Munich, but they're also booking the resident artist guest spots everywhere in the world. So yeah. um, this is why we we keep like growing also the booking team to uh, to to be fit to manage all these places. So it depends if we if we feel the vibe in another city and we see this is something we would like to do then yes but it's not necessarily like we only do things our heart is in it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so new new york was on that list then new york was was way on top that, of that list <laughs> is that still gonna happen i don't know i don't know like yeah. i don't know if you want it anymore 
Like, wow. We, we have to we have to see because over the last couple of months during the lockdown, sure, list of priorities changed a little bit and mm-hmm. we're super happy where we at right now. And yeah. we're super, it, it makes so much fun and it feels so right uh just like creating this this whole vibe here in Europe and uh do, do everything in Europe. So this is maybe even enough of a goal. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe next week I'm gonna change my mind and we conquer New York. But <laughs> um for for yeah. now I think this is like quite cool where we're going. Uh, yeah. because I love focusing on, on, on Germany right now or on Europe in general mm-hmm. because I love living here. If we would have done New York, I would be like traveling back in, and forth yeah, all the yeah. time between New York and Stuttgart. And yes. it would be also another name in New York. It would not be Mommy, I'm Sorry because the moment yeah. we would open another Mommy, I'm Sorry, the quality of this shop would go down because you cannot maintain both qualities with the same name. Right. Right. But with a different name, I can have different resident artists. I can have different guest artists. I can a have a different like team. An, yeah, an, another brand. And yeah. but the brand, mommy, I'm sorry. I wanted every brand that we run. I wanted to be high end. So yeah. that's why we never opened like a cheap shop because the option yeah. always was to. I mean, we are high priced at mommy. I'm sorry. I can just open another shop two blocks away, called like. Uh, daddy's finest and uh, doing like cheap <laughs> tattoos also the yeah. next door I could have have a piercer doing piercings and tattoo yeah. removals and whatever but it was never the goal we could also I mean th- there's nothing wrong with that don't don't get me wrong right so but you I know, care more about the vision and the brand yeah, and that yeah, yeah, more yeah, than yeah. because I know a lot of shop owners they, they own like 20 shops and wow get so much bread which is crazy but <laughs> it's not it's not something i would stand for because i i want to have i just want to build a legacy yeah that's cool man i love to hear that what about what about la there seems to be i mean there's a few cool shops in la don't get me wrong but it seems like there's a it's calling for that next big sh- tattoo yeah, shop in, yeah, in yeah, la yeah, yeah. Have maybe, you ever thought about that? Maybe LA replaced New York on the list. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, love knows? it. <laughs> LA, LA uh, seems fun, bro. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Nice. So it we're is, doing cool. what we're already doing is like little pop-up shops around the world. Like we were in mm-hmm. the middle of doing it. Um, we have we have different partners all over the world we work with. In uh, we have a pop-up shop in Rio de Janeiro where we go twice a year. Um, and it's super great there. I love Brazil. It's it's a great vibe. And um, right now we're setting up a pop-up shop in Sydney with with a partner in Sydney. Very and cool. um, yeah, we, we just have to see how like travel regulations will yeah. uh, develop and everything. Yeah. And Ben and me, we're going to be in LA for Ben doing a guest spot, like I think this fall. Nice. So, and then we we figure out what's going to be in LA. Nice. Well, um, since you're traveling so much, I, I must uh, arrange with you a time that you're going to be there. Of course, I would love to, brother. So I got to make sure you're there when I'm there. I when will. I was scheduling to come to Mommy, I'm sorry. Back in the day, they were saying that you guys had like a guest house for some of your artists that come and do guest spots. Is that right? Yeah, 
That's amazing. So that's amazing. Uh, so if you're the, a guest at Mummy, I'm sorry, you have a place to stay. Yes. So so cool. We try to take care of everything, bro. Like we we don't want anybody to because like I also try to make like our job as easy as possible, but also your job as easy as possible. So we yeah. can just concentrate or focus on the important things. Um because I don't wanna waste time with bullshit. Like yeah. for example, in the beginning when we started working with guest artists and I didn't have a guest house, um people booked their own Airbnb. Yeah. So but a lot of artists just choose the cheapest Airbnb. So uh, I had the situation that like one or two artists ended up being so far away from the shop in a shitty location that uh, there was no, not even like right public transportation or like oh public God. transportation took them two hours to get to the shop. So I ended up picking them up and bringing them back every day. Uh, and I was like, nah, this is, this is not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> I don't see that. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's why we rented a couple of apartments here. Ah, just, that's amazing. Uh, we, I mean, that's the, uh, that is so cool. That that gets me so pumped up because if you're a guest at Mommy, I'm sorry, and there's other amazing guests. I mean, everyone you guys get as guest artists are all just incredible tattoo artists. So then you all are staying in this house together and like get to know each other. Yeah, like we have different kind of apartments. Uh, one apartment is like this. It's like a two story apartment where a couple of artists live and uh hang out together then we have like also single apartments and somebody because we have some couples who come along like uh tattoo artist couples or whatever or like this maybe a whole gang of yeah people some like, people from the shop four people then we just bring them to that apartment um if we don't have enough space we book the airbnb and like we have we have very transparent and different uh, terms of, of work, how we work with every guest artist. So if you um, if we arrange a guest spot together, we send you out our different options, how we work mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. and everybody gets the same options. Like they, they change on the same factors. So we send it all out. You choose, oh, I want this option, and then... In, in some options accommodation is included wow so then we take care of it that's awesome man i love i love to hear that that's so cool it seems like such a cool experience for a tattoo artist to come work for you guys i mean i think you guys have obviously Thank become you. maybe the most sought after guest spot studio in the world I don't know. I'd say Is so. It? <laughs> I oh, don't know, crazy. man. I mean, thanks, man. like, thanks, thanks, thanks. I mean, maybe some people would uh, would agree with me that, like, yeah. I mean, everyone. I think when you're talking to different artists around the world, there's like, they're like, yeah, really looking forward to doing some guest spots this year. I'm, and top of the list, really want to go to Mommy. I'm sorry. And uh, I think that's got to do. You know, that has to do, like, what you're talking about has has got to have such an impact on why people want to go there because it's a like you're saying it's a great experience and you have a you yourself aj have a an amazing reputation because even talking to some of the artists that i know that have been there they're like man he would do anything 
the like you said you said like you know they're like he'd give you the keys to his car if you had to go get somewhere you know like he <laughs> he'd give you the shirt off his back you know and i think that that's cool i like that that says a lot and it goes it that travels you know like that kind of information gets gets around and uh it's it's um it's very inspiring and what you're doing and what you guys are doing at mommy i'm sorry is so unique and uh and so groundbreaking in the tattoo world that like you know i'm sure at moments you must have moments where you're like shit this is really cool this is really cool what uh, done. bro it's actually the moments I, I i just enjoy like sometimes at the end of a long day here in the shop when you sit with all the artists there and because we have like this we have a bar in front of the shop like actually it's the, the the counter the reception for the people who come in but it's also a bar yeah. for like yeah. after work so cool. uh when we grab a couple of beers and just sit in front of the shop and hear different stories from all the artists around the world and for me the the fact alone that people travel to the shop from yeah. I don't know, korea or even from if it's closed like italy or something that you yeah. travel because of us it's yeah. a huge honor and I yeah. really, really appreciate it. And the, the, the chance that, or the opportunity that we are able to make a living of what we love to do, this is incredible. Like I'm thankful for it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I won't take up any more of your time. I really, really, really appreciate you doing this with me. I, um, I was so excited when, um, you agreed to, to do this because, uh, you're, you know, you guys are having a huge influence on the tattoo industry and the culture of tattooing. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's really, really inspiring to see, to see everything you guys are doing, all the artists that are working at mommy. I'm sorry. I can't wait to get over there and, uh, see what, see what's going on and be a part of that. Bro, that's amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And again, I, I really, really respect that you're doing this and if I can help, anyhow just let me know and it was a big big pleasure to be part of it awesome man well yeah yeah for sure and i'll uh, i'll stay in touch with you after this um but yeah man thanks again it was it was such a pleasure talking to you um and i am hyped i'm hyped after our conversation you left me inspired <laughs> so uh thank you so much yeah man thanks i'll uh i'll stay in touch and we'll talk soon perfect thank you so much bro. all right man all right. i'll talk to you later okay it was great all Bye. right Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to follow on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify or Apple or Google. You can find me on Instagram at jankyjake underscore tattoos. And this page is at the underscore fine underscore line underscore underscore so many underscores. If there's a specific artist that you'd like me to have on the show, please feel free to send me a message and... I'll see what I can do to get him on. Once again, my name is Jake Berry, and this is The Fine Line.